time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road. You can find us online at roadmapfinancial.com and look for the free consultation button at the bottom of the page to schedule your time to meet with Glenn. Glenn, great to be with you today. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, Walter. How about, how about yourself? Glad to hear that. I'm great. and looking forward to our conversation today. We're going to be talking about why people put off certain financial decisions and is it okay sometimes to be that procrastinator, to put things off a little bit, or uh, does it just depend on the situation? I know that's your favorite word, Glenn. It depends. So, And that may <laughs> apply to some of the situations today, but Yeah, we're going to see, do we really need to make these decisions quickly and now, or can we put these things off to later on? And how bad of a consequence is it to uh, delay some of these decisions and that sort of thing? So this should be fun. We'll cover a lot of ground on today's show with this concept, I think. Uh, Let's start with taxes. And something that a lot of people do, Glenn, is defer taxes. And I don't know, I guess we don't really think about it this way, but you are essentially procrastinating paying your taxes whenever you defer them and take the tax advantage in the current year instead of, you know, go ahead and paying those taxes now and depending on doing it later. So is that a situation where that's a bad thing to put off? Should we be paying that tax now or is it okay to defer? Well, guess what, Walter? It depends. It does depend. It does depend. I mean, I like to I like to reference this instead. You know, the tax deferral obviously is kind of a as a is a uh, is a term that's you know used a lot in financial services and you know thinking about IRAs and four hundred one ks and things like that. But you know, I like to use the word postpone, right? Because that that I think that kind of people can relate to the idea of postponing it. You know, procrastinating is another word, but you know, deferring, it's like, I don't know, it does, somehow or another, it, is, it, doesn't, it doesn't hit home as much, right? And so, I mean, the reality is, is that, you know, we, when we talk, we've talked a lot about taxes, you know, and, you know, and, and being, you know, being tax aware and whatnot, you know, particularly, you know, moving into retirement and thinking about tax diversification, you know, and, you know, you, you, know, you, you have, you know, if we start to think about, you know, you've got three buckets, you know, in terms of tax, you know, and ta- the way you can diversify in your taxes. You know, you can have taxable, uh, taxable accounts like, you know, your, your regular bank accounts or, you know, a kind of a uh, traditional non-qualified brokerage account where, you know, whatever it earns in that particular year is going to be subject to taxation in that year, right? You're going to get a 1099 and that's that, right? That, that's, that's bucket number one. Tax deferred is bucket number two where, you, where you're, not t- you know, you're not paying taxes until sometime later when the money is drawn out of the account. And then, of course, you know, you have uh, the ability and, in, in, you know, for, with Roth accounts and certain other types of insurance policies, you know, maybe have be able to have the ability to have tax free benefits. Right. And so, you know, the idea here is, is that, you know, you know, it's 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 not necessarily you say, oh, one is good and one is bad. Right. I mean, because they're, you know, off, you know, quite oftentimes, in fact, most times it's it's probably a good idea to have some money in each one of those buckets. The question is, is how much do you have in that bucket? And can you have too much in, in one bucket and not enough in another? And so when you really start getting into planning and, you know, and whatnot, you want to have, you know, you want to be tax aware in your planning and, you know, and, and, you know, saving money for retirement, you know, for a lot of, a lot of scenarios, it's, it's good to have some tax deferred money, you know, in other situations, like, you know, if there's, if there's like, say, for instance, if there's a pension of any consequence, well, 
that creates a, a an almost it's almost like a tax deferred uh, you know account that you don't really have a balance on but you, you you at some point you may have a balance if there's a if there's a chance to take that pension in a lump sum rollover or if you're taking it as payments you know th- you know and once you once you hit retirement well then then that gets distributed out onto your uh, you know and you know into your bank account and it's and it's treated as as taxable income on your tax return and it acts a whole lot like a distribution from an IRA or a 401k so that's it's in a way it's not it's it's kind of tax deferred but it's not ever really thought of in that in those terms so again it kind of depends but the idea is is that you want to have a you know have an idea of, of how the of, you know you, you don't need to be a CPA or, you know or, or you know or you know a tax professional but you want to have you want to be working with folks who understand things and you want to have a pretty good idea of, of what you're doing as, as you're putting money away and making a you know a conscious decision about what how much money are you putting into that tax deferred account and you know you know are you putting possibly too much into that account and you know that that might sound a little bit strange but I'm never suggesting to save less for retirement just maybe save differently and you know and kind of think in terms of where are you putting the money in in those three tax buckets if you kind of think of it in those terms and you know and and you get some clarity on that in terms of you know maybe working with somebody who understands how you know how that might work and how to do the math and you know and 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 figuring out what goes where you know you're probably going to be served much better than than you know if you were just kind of just stuffing everything in tax deferred accounts and then you end up you know many many years down the line many decades down the line and you 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 know you may end up with you know just an, you know almost all of your assets you know in a tax deferred account and you're in a scenario where you may be retiring into a rising tax rate environment that situation is probably not not exactly what you were thinking right because you were you were hoping and you know and, and planning on maybe being in a lower tax you know tax bracket when you retired but that's not always the way that it always plays out and so you just want to be aware got to be aware of those different things and i think that's really important to mention glenn and i like how you kind of pointed out hey sometimes it's just going to be different the way that we save not that we're decreasing the amount that we're saving we're just going to you know uh, utilize things a little bit differently so that's important Absolutely. all right let's talk about debt and eliminating debt is that bad to put off i'm guessing that's bad to put off so in general yes you know i mean to some extent it depends and that might sound a little bit odd right um you know there's there's different types of debt right i mean you know if you have you know like a mortgage you know and you you know that's that's like you know you have uh you have debt or you have a liability but it's you know typically on a, an appreciating asset right so that's a little bit different than you know having credit card debt or you know some, you know where or you know where, where it may be in a significantly higher interest rate and it's it's not an asset it's a consumable those are not exactly the same kinds of you know of debt or liability um you know i, I mean I, I see sometimes when you know you know folks are doing everything they can to eliminate debt and you know and and you know the the idea is 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 a very good one the challenge is is you know there there are times when i see folks you know trying to eliminate all of their debt at the expense of saving for their future and you've got to really find a balance between those two because life happens right and so what i you know what i see happen a lot of times is is, is folks is you know who are really focused on you know eliminating debt you know something you know life happens they they have you know a, a major capital purchase that they have to make whether it's a car or maybe they have to put a roof or you know an hvac you know an air conditioner or whatever the case may be 
And suddenly it's like, oh, okay, well now I, I can't pay for that with you know with my normal you know, monthly cash flow. You know they end up borrowing money from you know from whatever source, and now they've got this. You know now they've got this, and you know the thing is is that life happens, and those kind of events happen you know throughout your entire life. And if you're always focused on you know eliminating that and never putting away for you know for the future, then you you know you can end up yeah maybe maybe you don't have any any liabilities sitting there on your balance sheet, but you might not have a whole lot of assets either. So it's you know it's finding the right balance as to you know you know is is it you know does it make sense to carry this debt for a little while versus that you know are you you know do you have the ability to have a you know a zero interest loan? I mean in today's environment. You know, there, there's there's scenarios where you know you can you can you know purchase a lot of things at either zero interest or almost no interest, and you know in that scenario, if you're able to do that in such a way that you can you know make those payments, you know, and and you know in in your in your normal in your normal you know monthly cash flow and you know budget for it, and still be able to put money aside for your future, then that may be a better combination than just saying you know what I'm just going to completely focus over here, and and then and then the, then the future gets put off. And then the future keeps getting put off, and then all of a sudden, your you know your future is you know you, you don't have anything for your future because it's like years and years and years went by as you were trying to you know get rid of any any liabilities and whatnot. So you, there's there's a fine balance in figuring that out. But in general, yes, you want to you want to eliminate it, but at the same time, there are you know there there are levels and shades of gray there. If that makes sense, Walter. It does make sense. Absolutely. So we're talking about deferring taxes and eliminating debt in this conversation of putting things off. Is it good or bad? What about setting up things like uh, legal and estate documents? Are those things that can, you know, if, if, we're, if we're young, we don't have to worry too much about those things, right? We can put those things off for a while without any consequences. Well, not typically a very good idea. I think we had a podcast, you know, you know, several weeks back where we we talked about, well, you know, things that don't matter until they do, right? And so, you know, this is one of those things, right? I mean, it, it's if if something if nothing happens, it's like maybe you got away with it, you know, and not having those things in place. But you know, it, you know, if you know, it's like you're always, you know, the kind of the whole idea, you know, in in a, in a lot of ways for these types of documents is to make sure that that they're in place in case the unexpected happens, right? And by definition, the unexpected is unexpected. And so you want to really have, you know, you want to really have your, you know, your your documents in place. You know, if you're younger, you know, you may have kids, right? Well, if you don't have plans for, you know, what happens if something happens to you, you know, there could be financial plans, possibly life insurance. So, you know, variety of different things. But what happens if, you know, you and your wife are both, you know, both killed in a car accident, let's say. You know, well, you know, who's going to take care of the kids? You know, I mean, you, you, if you don't have that, you know, planned out, then it may not end up the way you might have wanted it to go. So there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of things there that you can't you can't really it's not really a very good idea to just, you know, just to push it off into the future and to say, oh, well, I'll worry about that when, you know, when it really matters, because you never know when it's going to really matter. And so. You know, and that doesn't mean that you have to go and have this big elaborate plan, but, you know, you want to have some basic documents in place. You know, you know, if you have the more assets you have, the more, you know, the more complicated it might be. You know, you might have some trust planning or this or that. But but in, you know, in general terms, most people should have a will. They should have powers of attorney, you know, for, you know, as a durable power of attorney for, you know, for financial things. They should have health care power of attorney, you know, and, you know, in case something happens to their health. They should have a living will in place, and you know, and and, and there's just a, you know the number of things that it's really you know is is not really a good idea to postpone or or you know put it off. It's just you know go ahead and do it, 
And then if you, that if your life situations change, you can always update them. But, you know, you have them in place just in case. We're talking about these things that you can put off. And, you know, you can do that's any of these things, Glenn, but there are varying consequences for each one. And you outlined them very well for the legal and estate documents there. All right, let's flip back to uh, another subject, Social Security. Now, some people want to take Social Security as soon as they are able to. Others want to delay the start of that Social Security. So if you want to put off Social Security, is that necessarily a bad thing? Or is that okay to procrastinate a little bit with, uh, you know, taking your Social Security payments? Well, you know, guess what, Walter? (laughs) <laughs> it does depend, right? It depends. <laughs> it does. You know, it, it really does. I mean, there's different people are in different situations. You know, are you single or are you married? You know, how long are you planning to work? You know, I mean, you can take Social Security as early as, as age 62 and you can delay it as all, you know, as, as far as age 70. Is there an age difference between you and your, you know, you and your spouse? You know, does one of you have significantly higher earnings history where you're going to have that person's going to have a higher benefit and the other one's going to have a smaller benefit? You know, there, there, you know, and, and, you know, so there's might be situations where maybe one person turns it on early and the other one delays it, you know, you know, you know, quite a ways down the line. There's, there's a, there's a number of different possibilities also kind of comes into play in terms of what we were talking about early in terms of deferring taxes and what you know what kind of accounts do you have and what kind of assets do you have do you have a pension you know what you know uh, you know because we want to think in terms of social security is going to ultimately be one of the income streams um, you know in retirement and for most people it's you know it's it's a relatively you know uh, important one yet at the same time it's treated differently in the in the tax code and you know you have to be aware of that you know social security benefits are not inherently taxable but they become subject to taxation based on how much other income you have, you know, and what else shows up on your tax return. And so, you know, making the decision about when to take Social Security sometimes has to do with the things that we were just talking about, but also just, you know, you know how much money do you have in, in these other accounts that, that might be tax deferred? You know, does it make sense to spend down some and then turn on Social Security? Does it, you know, does it make sense to, you know, sometimes you have situations where folks have a house payment still, right? But yet they're going to maybe downsize. And when they downsize, their house payment goes away. Well, and, you know, in that scenario, maybe they maybe that makes it easier for them to postpone their Social Security. Maybe they don't need that cash flow, you know, and, and maybe they, you know, I've seen situations where folks have turned on their Social Security, you know, at age 62 or 63, they move and they go to a smaller house and suddenly, hey, I didn't need the I don't I didn't need this, you know, this extra income. But now they're kind of trapped because they, you know, they, they you know, once once they've gone past, you know, 12 months and they've taken it, you know, before their full retirement age. You know, they, they can't they can't, you know, by choice, turn it off. It's It's got to continue on. And, you know, until they get to their, their full retirement age at that point, if they wanted to, you know, to stop it and then turn it back on, they could. But, you know, it becomes a, you know, a, a, a challenge. I, I have seen situations where folks it's like, you know, I wish I, I did turn on my Social Security. I thought I needed it. And I maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know, and again, it, it you don't want that to be just a, a snap decision. You want to have some strategy about it as to what you're going to do and when, because let's face it. I mean, it's it's a benefit that you've been that you've been paying into and, you know, and you've been you know saving into that system, you know, your entire, you know, your entire work life. So it's, you know, you want to treat it, you know, as, as a, you know, as, as if it's a, it's an asset, it, you know, it's, it's for all intents and purposes, it's a type of retirement account. And you don't have a balance and you don't really get a, you know, you don't get a statement showing you how much, how much money's there, or how much you're going to be able to draw out, but you get the idea. It's, it's monthly cash flow that's, that, that, that once you, once you activate it, 
you know, you're going to be able to receive that, you know, for the rest of your life. And, you know, depending upon if you're married or not, you know, that that same benefit may, may last, you know, for, for the rest of your spouse's life, too, if you predecease them. So it's it's important to to take all those things into account and be strategic about when and how you take your Social Security. These are such important uh, conversations to have, Glenn, and that's why we do them each and every time here on the Retirement Roadmap. I have one more question for you as we talk about these various things to either put off or uh, do we need to take care of these things right away? How bad is it if we do procrastinate these various things? And I'm going to kind of throw you a softball here to end the show, but getting a plan in place for your retirement, for your financial future, is that a bad thing to put off and, and just how bad? Well, Walter, I mean, you know, it's just, it's the old saying. It's just like if you don't know where you're going, you know, or, you know, it's just like, you know, you, if you don't have a map, right, you, you, you know, there's nowhere to, you know, to no, no way to know how you're going to get to where your destination is. You want to have some idea of what your plan is, right? I mean, you, you know, otherwise you're kind of, you know, you're walking in the dark. So, you, you know, you want to have some sort of a plan, even if it's just a basic plan. You know, when you start off, maybe it's just like, OK, I'm going to save this much of, of my of my paycheck. I'm going to put this into my 401k, you know, and then from there it builds into a little bit more. And then little by little, it becomes a bigger, you know, a more you know inclusive plan. And you can always change your plan. But, you know, to just kind of just travel along without any, you know, without any plan at all is probably not going to serve you well in the long haul. You know, I mean, that's it's. You know, and and it's never you're never too young to start that, right? I mean, you know, the 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 sooner you start to plan and really start to think about it, you know, the the better off you are. You might end up changing your path a little bit, but again, you, if you're focused and you're and you're traveling in a direction with purpose, that's better than just kind of winging it, so to speak. And you know, and 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 that that I, I mean, I can't I can't beat that drum, you know, hard enough or loud enough. I mean, it's it's really really important to you know to make sure you you know you you know where you're you know you know where you're headed and realize it's like it's just like if you're on a trip you mean you can always take a different exit right you can you can change the you, you know your route you know but you want to start off with you know you know your your initial plan right i mean you wouldn't just get in the car and say okay i'm going to drive across the country you know i mean maybe you're going to do that if you're retired and that and your objective is is to just kind of see a lot of stuff and just and you know and and just you know and just kind of do it that way but if you but if you have a time schedule and you and you're wanting to get from here to there you're not just going to jump in the car and take off and and never look at a map or never look at you know your you know your you know your gps or anything like that it, you know it's just it, you know it's just not it's just not a wise thing to do and the same thing you know holds true for your financial life well it's all hugely important glenn and i'm glad we were able to talk about it on today's show. And so there you have it, the skinny on putting things off into the future or attacking them today. And some of the things that it's okay to push a little bit, but a lot of compelling reasons for why it's good to put together a plan now or at least sooner rather than later. So if you want to talk to Glenn about these things, very easy to get in touch. You can go to roadmapfinancial.com, click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page and schedule your time to meet. Again, that's roadmapfinancial.com. Or you can call Glenn at 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535 to get in touch that way as well. Glenn, thank you for the help and the guidance on the show today. And uh, we'll look forward to another new episode next week. Fantastic, Walter. Take care. We appreciate it. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. And we'll look forward to talking to you again next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Mm -hmm.